Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, good afternoon. Friday, Lori and Julia show. My Talk 1071, everything entertainment. We are two degrees away from the century mark. It is currently 98 degrees. It feels like 107 when you figure in that dew point thing. You guys think we'll make two more degrees? Why not? You know, why should not? we go for a hundred? Let's go well, for right. a Why not? I did. Okay. I really, really. Minnesotans do not like it when it is this hot. It I was, do. I know, but it was so quiet. Like, you know, like uh, last night or even the night before, people are out biking and they're doing things, and you see the neighbor, the neighborhood just crickets or whatever you hear. <laughs> it it's will. and you hear the, maybe air can, but people just mm. are kind of staying inside or sitting under a tree or. No one is moving fast. This is no. why people down south are real laid back oh, in yeah. the heat. Oh, yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. Why be in a hurry? Why? It's There's too no hot reason. to be right. in a hurry. Exactly. Yeah. Oh, boy. Exactly. So, um, well, happy Friday. Woo! No kidding, Donnie. I like that little woo. <laughs> I know Lori always gets mad when I state the obvious, but I'm sorry. Today, I am happy it's Friday. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, well, I mean, people. It's been a it's been a rough week. I mean, yes, yesterday the the killing that happened at the newspaper mm-hmm. and that newspaper, the Capital Gazette, by the way, still put out a newspaper today. Yeah, they did, which was incredible. Nora O'Donnell was on site. I thought she was going to start crying and on the uh, opinion, you know, where they always write the, the opinion page from the editor. Yeah, the, yeah, the letter to the editor. Yeah, was, you know, the they, big one. Oh yeah, that yeah comes yeah. from the it. editorial yeah. board. Mm-hmm. They just put all. The five people's name, the five people who were killed. And it was blank, the rest of it, yeah. So uh, one editor, three reporters, and a new sales assistant. I know. And one of the reporters is Carl Hyacinth's brother. Yes. Mm-hmm. The novelist. Mm-hmm. Rob uh, uh, mm-hmm. So anyway, I thought that was kind of that was kind of amazing. But it's been a hard week, you know. Yeah, just a lot of stuff is going on. And yeah, I was I was Tell hap- us about what you did last night uh, though. Buddy you guy, had fun last I was night. so and, and really I, I had been just like, whoa, just like feeling the weight of uh the week on me. And so we met some friends and I love going to the zoo. If you haven't been to a concert there, it, it really is the magical. setting's gorgeous. And then last night was the strawberry full moon, yes. the first full moon of the summer, and the sky was just majestic. It was beautiful. It was it beautiful. Was. And that is just a beautiful place uh, to go. Yeah. And, uh, and hear music. And I think it's so all intimate. of us have been there, right? Oh, all yes. three of us it's have so been there. It's so lovely. Yeah, it's so lovely. And who's ever playing always makes some jokes about eating the bugs. But Buddy Guy comes out. He's 81 years old. And 
I mean, I'm telling you, I would have thought he might have been like a 68-year-old guy. He looked, that music is keeping him young. So he's got this polka dot shirt on, mm-hmm. kind of loose, because it's, he, loose. a lot of times he does wear overalls sometimes, um, but yeah. it's too hot for denim overalls. Yes, it so was. So he had this blousey shirt on, polka dots, and his guitar was polka dot and matched, and then like some nice like linen pants and some really, you know, just kind of like a two-tone, I don't know, a good shoe. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Real styling, Julia. And just fun. And he's sassy. Mm-hmm. And I would I would break, uh, you know, he's 81. Does but... he sing as well as play? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. oh, yeah. Oh, how much fun. Oh, my gosh. Did he sing this? Mm-hmm. Just down slow Mustang down. Five long Buddy years. Guys. Yeah. He just what kind of woman is this? Yeah, I mean, every I love the blues music and to see like a master like that, you know. And, How fun! And you know, he's got a place. Um, isn't there? Uh, doesn't he have a place in Chicago? A he, club? A club, buddy guy. Uh, uh, I, I, I don't know. Yeah, look it up. Okay. I think he does. I think he it has his, uh, like a buddy guy. You know how there's that oh, kind yeah. of uh, all those blues mm-hmm. clubs in Chicago. There's some good. There's some very good blues music in that town. Oh. Buddy Guy's Legends. It's yeah, called. Legends. Okay, Buddy Guys. Wabash. Yeah, Wabash. It's kind of like right uh, downtown, and you never know who's going to be there. But if he's around, he is known to pop in there. But he just gets like the up and coming because anybody who's new to blues is like, yeah, I'd like I'll play at this place for free probably, mm-hmm. and and we got introduced to like an amazing young guitar. Kid. Who is it? Uh, his name is Quinn Sullivan, but I was kind of obsessed with him because he looks just like, uh, you know, the Jughead from Riverdale. Oh, the cute boy. <laughs> One of the boys from, um, yeah. Oh, I just from, uh, still the think Disney. of him, the Disney, the boys. Sprouse. Mm-hmm. Cole Sprouse. Yeah. So, yeah, he was really good. I mean, just. How late does it go? Does it end pretty the reasonable music, there at I the zoo? I think the music has to be over by like 1030. Yeah, that is, if you've never been to the zoo, that really is just a fun. And they sell beer and wine yeah. and food, food. And people, you can, um, you know, we just did the, you know, just, what do you call it, out in the parking you lot. Eat a, oh, you did the pre-party. Yeah, the tailgating. You did the tailgating. We did a tailgate party. And, and all they allow it. Oh, yeah, you bring lawn mm-hmm. chairs and you're free to bring whatever you That's want. Nice. And it's really, yeah, it's really nice because as you know, you guys know from our zoo. favorite project down and dirty, the I zoo. loved going to the zoo every day. It was I haven't so been there since there. last fall when we were there. This it's was beautiful. the first time I'd been there. Yeah, mm-hmm. it it's really is a, like just walking in. To the zoo is just fabulous. Yeah, it's pretty. So anyway. Music makes people happy. uh, By the way, Julia, false gossip alarm. (gasps) We can no longer go to certain sources because it's lies. Uh, well, Radar Online. that's a whole nother conversation yeah. that we have to have about AMI and what Hollywood needs to do with that whole media arm of tabloid gossip. But we'll you know, save that for another we'll day. We'll save that for another time because it's Friday and we don't feel like getting it. But uh, you know that they have it way wrong when the name publicist for Katie Holmes, Leslie Sloan, confirms to people that the split up of Katie and Jamie Foxx is 100% untrue. I wonder why they just made that up. Because here's what happened. First, they made up a story that they planned a fantastic wedding, and then they just secretly called it off, okay? (laughs) 
And people ran so away you, with the headlines. So when you have the secret wedding and it doesn't happen, you have to figure out why. Why? Yeah. So you Let's just say, well, call another, it up. Yeah. yeah. And oh, so funny. that was the takeaway that everybody took from Radar. Oh, and that's funny. And so they're still together having their... Um, what? It, Behind closed doors relationship that I'm sick of for Katie Holmes. There, but, but maybe she likes it, Julia. Okay, know. here's here's one positive about it. Okay. Okay. Uh, okay. Now this could be because this is I'm taking speaking, a while to, no, to it, come up with this. It could be because I'm speaking as a woman whose husband uh, no longer goes to a job every day. So. So his, okay, his darling wife doesn't I get love, a chance to miss him because I she sees him all the time. How you're qualifying. <laughs> so sweet. His darling wife, <laughs> Petit so, Moi, wow. doesn't get to miss him as much as I used to because you know, he's go all the time. Away. Get, go away. <laughs> Give me a chance to miss you. Maybe I want to kiss you the Wait. pink song. That's kind of how it feels when you see somebody every day that you used to only see at night. You're still here. With a darling wife. Yeah. Uh-huh. So anyway, maybe Katie, for her, because she does not want to have maybe any more children, she does not want to be married. Think about, I mean, the... How she felt by falling in love with Tom Cruise and it was all faked on his end. Remember and that? how much media followed them and everywhere. everywhere. And, and that was, was just like worldwide yeah. humiliation. And she's risen above it. And maybe this, she just likes having this the the way that it is. Right. Now we're completely reversing ourselves from yesterday. I know. For us, I know you and I like I could term, have never had it. But had done this. Yeah, I feel like right now I'm really understanding <laughs> that. <laughs> All right, we got to go. Oh, Listen, you're funny, Lori. We got to go. When we come back, it's our story. We can't get enough. Easy, take it easy. Don't let the sound of your own wheels drive you crazy. Hey, everybody. Thanks for hanging out with us on this Friday. If you're a big, lucky music person who's going to the Eagles, uh, Jimmy Buffett yeah, tomorrow. concert tomorrow night. Have fun. I think downtown Minneapolis is going the Wild. weed smells. Well, it's going to be at the Target are Field. going to be everywhere. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's going to be very... Ticket prices, I'm looking. Are you looking at the site? They're, the range on Ticketmaster is between 119 and 495 and you could still go and sit in row 8. For four hundred ninety-five dollars per ticket. Oh, um, it's nope. still an option for you. Wow. Yeah, but I've never seen a concert there. You have. I have. I saw Paul McCartney. Yeah, there. which I think would be. I mean, this is, is that, that is a great this um, is venue. venue for a big place. I like that. Like I like TCF Bank Stadium because of. It's fun it's, to be outside. But also because of how Target Field is wedged in. Mm-hmm. So those buildings actually act like, I don't know, soundboards. Sound? Right. And holds the sound, if you know what I mean, mm-hmm. if in or something. So it isn't it isn't the distorted, you know, mess that happens in the inside stadiums like the U.S. Bank. That only in the inside one, one. because we love itself. The TC, yeah, yeah, TCF. Yeah. And, no, but I'm just saying yeah. that one, the big football, because that holds a lot of people. Yeah, it does. Target Field. Yeah, it does. And oh, for Kesha. A concert, for a concert, sure. yeah, yeah, yeah. They get, Kesha's going to be a Treasure Island, yeah, which would be another yeah. hot ticket. Well, I mean, they're making a ton of money. I don't know uh, that John Bream story was wild about well, the Eagles and yeah, Jimmy Buffett. Story. 
It's it's amazing when you think about um, like the Eagles since reuniting in 1994. The Eagles have grossed 850 million from concert sales. We could have gone to that Eagles when Glenn Fry before he died, like the two years or whatever, at the Target Center, and we didn't go. We were lazy, and we I'm were so lazy. mad at us. I can't believe we didn't. Mm-mm. But when you factor in souvenir sales, the Eagles' sales have soared to over a billion. But they really can't even hold a candle to Jimmy Buffett. Who's only got like one number one song, you know, Cheeseburger in Paradise, or that's not that. Margarita. Margarita is the one everybody knows. <laughs> but, but Jimmy Buffett is ranks number 11 among the world's wealthiest musicians, according wow. to the richest.com. He's ahead of Mick Jagger, Ringo Starr, and Bruce Springsteen. Wow. He's an industry. Buffett yeah. was, yeah. And what his thing is, is he, you know, has 51 Margaritaville restaurants, including one at the Mall of America. Mm-hmm. He started way back when, when he saw the people wearing parrots on their hats, doing logo merchandise of parrot merchandise back in the late 70s. Um, he also is building the billion dollar senior living center that I saw right oh, outside Daytona? of, yeah. And there's another one outside of Orlando. Oh my gosh. Um, he has food. He's got spirits. He has Margaret. He's got a tequila brand. He's got a beer brand. He's got, um, other things just unbelievable. And the Eagles though are still making a gob of money too. The Eagles were the very first, um, they were trendsetters in the music industry in 1994. The California band became the first pop music act to charge $100 or more for concert tickets. I remember that. I remember that, too. Uh-huh. It was like, what? And what? they said, their manager said at the time, tickets should be priced at what the fans are willing to pay to see the performance. Yeah. It was And I fault. always forget that the Eagles' greatest hits album is like the number two selling album. Of, uh, of, right behind Thriller. Yeah, behind Thriller. Thriller is number right. one. And then that the greatest hits, Eagles. I can see the blue cover. I can too. And the horns. I had that album. It was a skull of a steer or something, right? Yeah. Yeah. But anyway, and, you know, Jimmy Buffett has his um, new hit, um, the jukebox hit on Margaritaville on Broadway. That's closing. That's already closing. closing? Yeah, that one didn't (laughs) Didn't do do real well. well. He hasn't done well on um, Broadway before, so that might be the last. But you know what? He was in uh, Andy Cohen's clubhouse a a couple weeks ago, and he was... Charming. Charming. It looked like he was 50 years old instead of 71 or whatever he is. Yeah, I'm telling you, buddy guy, music is keeping people young. I love Getting music. Getting out to music is keeping people young, I swear. And the people who it play music. It makes you happier. We read that study. Yeah. And then, I mean, look at how good Ringo looks and Paul McCartney. And I mean, you've got all these. Mm-hmm. I, uh, anyway, but yeah, Jimmy Buffett. And I think he's still like with his first wife. Like they've been yeah. together for like. There, you know, so you get he you got that going on. He's and, written four books. Yeah, and you know when you, I've seen him just one time, and I was is enchanted with the crowd. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson. Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. 
Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Around me as mm-hmm. I was with what I was hearing, because uh, the song's kind of, you know, they're... Like, we played that CD. Yeah. That over and Garth Brooks. Mm-hmm. Round the clock and yeah. Van Morrison at the cabin. Yeah, for years. Yeah. He's been with his wife Jane for forty-one yeah. years. He's, so you know he's not one of these guys. Who I got expected rich him and to be a big stoner, and he he, he isn't no, at all. No, I know. I, I totally expected him to be a big stoner. Well, he was. That's good. Good for. I know. Good for him, and he was so modest. He's yeah, we, I liked I was, him. Yeah, I did too. I really liked, I liked him. him. People are going to have a blast. I know a lot of people that are going and very, very excited. Oh, yeah. Downtown We couldn't commit to this. Remember, we thought, oh, my God, it's a weekend be, well, in the summer. And we knew it was the weekend before the 4th of July. And were, were we going to work all week? Really? We didn't know our plans. Really? I think that the they should just shutter the radio station and just do best of the 4th of July week. Oh, really? And then, yeah. And Christmas <laughs> week. Is anyone listening? Yeah. yeah. Christmas week. I don't think so. No, but the reason why they should, and just do a really great collection of best ofs of all the shows, because everyone, people are gone. This yeah, is, I know. It's like, I, I feel like we're probably going to be dazzling like next week and we're gonna nobody's listening. But people can listen on their podcast. Do you want to know the funniest thing? <laughs> that, Someone I, said, I know we're going to be dazzling. No, well, we already know that. We already True. know that. No, I was talking to a, a gal um, at the hair salon and I, she, I said, have you listened to my show yet? And she goes, no, I haven't. And I said, oh my gosh, it's so easy. Just get our app and you can listen anytime. And she means podcast and i said yes we podcast and she said but i thought you were on the radio and i'm like yeah but every single day you can listen to whatever segment you want from any of the shows you can go back and listen to specific segments and you if you have just the podcast app you can find us you can find us on itunes it's very easy to listen to because some woman my mom likes us better than streaming Oh, to do it on that? Yeah. yeah she just does the podcast. Because sometimes just, your computers go in app. and out of Wi-Fi. Yes. And yeah, and so someone sent us a note yesterday. I gave that really rich advice about um, therapy yeah. and getting along as couples during Random Thoughts yeah. yesterday. And they sent us a note, like, could we send her that segment? And Danny's like, well, you can just go download it, you know? Yeah. There you don't even download it. You just click podcast. on it. Yeah. yeah. So it's super easy, guys. All right. We're going to be announcing the winner of the cat name today at 5 o'clock, too. Yes. Correct. So we can vote until 5. You can vote right. until 5, and at 5 o'clock... I'm voting one more time for Donna Mills, because how can Donna Mills not get the ultimate honor? I know. And then we could send that to her, and then she really will want to meet us next year. The real Donna Mills. <laughs> yes. The, because the cat's eyes honestly do look like Donna Mills. They do, Lori. They do. They okay, are you so had big. something you wanted to throw at me. I don't know if we have time. We got a minute. Okay, do... Should, uh, Barry, Man, should Barry Manilow be insulted? Uh, we don't have time. We don't have time. Yeah. All right, well, okay. I'm dying Rite to know about that. There's, some, uh, there's a Rite Aid in California. Drugstore. Outside, they are playing Barry Manilow to keep the loiterers away, and it's working. Should Barry Manilow be insulted? No, I think he should be thrilled. You do? I no, because certain people don't it. like his music. Yeah. That's okay. 
He didn't want them to like it anyway. Like, if I was at a drugstore and Mandy was playing outside, love- I'd loiter to listen to the Same. end of Mandy. And Remember Mandy when they did this on Black E? Remember when they did this on Black E? Oh, with, with the, the classical music? Yes, yes. They tried to oh, stop the loitering? Right. We've, yes, this, the we've heard this works. Yeah. All right. I would be... No, he wouldn't be insulted. Absolutely so. yeah. not. Thrilled and then that- if the Copa Gabbana came on, I mean, they could people could start congregating. Dancing. Yeah. That's right. This might end up bringing people together. <laughs> And it was all because of the Coca-Cola. All right, listen, we're going to be talking to one of our favorite people. We haven't had him on in a long time, Simon Doonan, the creative ambassador for Barney's and author of many, many books and overall fabulous bon vivant. We'll be back. This is going viral in a big way. This is the My Talk Now Trending Report. What's this? What's the latest? Trending online this afternoon. It's National Camera Day. If you still have one, go out and take some pictures. Get a little snaps. Uh, also, Comcast trending. There are reports of a nationwide outage of the cable service. I hope that you're not affected today. Also, Little Women trending. Greta Gerwig is set to direct a new adaptation of the classic novel. And Meryl Street, Emma Stone, Saoirse Ronan, and Timothy Chalamet are in talks to star in the film. Very exciting. And also trending excessive heat because, by the way, it is really darn hot outside. And I think, Donna, you can tell us all about it. I can indeed, Holly. Uh, 98. 98 is our current temperature here in the Twin Cities. So showers and thunderstorms uh, tonight, mainly before 1 in the morning. 67 will be the low for uh, tomorrow. Again, uh, that forecast is going to continue into tomorrow night. Tomorrow's high uh, cooler than today at about 86 and then 67 for your Saturday low. But 50-60% of chance of showers tonight through tomorrow. And that's your forecast here on my talk. Now you know what we know. See more at MyTalk1071. Everybody, thanks for hanging out with us. Is the wonderful, fabulous Simon Doonan on the line with us? How are you? It's nice to hear your voice. Oh, Simon, we've missed you so much. You've written uh, another fabulous book. Yes, um, and I'm doing a TV show. I have to tell you about that. But the book, got to talk about the book, Soccer Style. Are you watching the World Cup? Of course we're paying attention to the, all the hot guys that, you know, my, we've got little websites that we go to to just see who are the hot-looking guys are. That's our main interest. Yes. Well, I can give you a list. I mean, I'm sure you already know who they are. Well, well you um, can tell us. Well, so tell us about Soccer Style, style the, the Magic, magic and, and the Madness. And well, um, this is a book I always wanted to do because I've always been obsessed with with soccer and with more particularly the culture around soccer. The guys, their clothes, the Ferraris, the Lamborghinis, the wags, um, the tattoos, the haircuts, boots, balls, haircuts, Balenciaga. <laughs> that was sort of my entry point to football ever since I was a little kid in the 60s and we had Georgie Best who was the 
like really super groovy player. So this is a book about, a humor book about celebrating the culture around um, football, as we call it in England, but obviously soccer style is what it's titled here in the U.S. And I feel like, I mean, I just love all the stories and all the profiles and all the beautiful men and all the beautiful and clothes. Your different and the- tribes where you do have, we, we like your lens that you view things and how you write about it. It's just such yeah, a Yeah, well, I think a lot of people, when they look at all the players, they think, oh, this one looks stupid, that one looks crazy, this one looks nice. Whereas in actual fact, what I realized working on this book, there's different tribes, you know, there's um, people, Guys like Neymar, Alves, Firmino, Pogba, and they're like what I call the psychedelic ninjas, and they're super crazy, avant-garde, they'll wear anything, basically, mm-hmm. as long as it's over the top and, and kind of flamboyant. And then at the other end, there's guys like Harry Kane, the English captain, who's very kind of chariots of fire, you know what I mean? <laughs> oh, Yes. <laughs> That brings up a lot of references. Yeah. It, it, Simon, it, so would, would um, I know that there was, you know, you had a precursor to him, but would David Beckham really be then the patron saint of soccer style, even if he is retired now? Um, David Beckham is 100% the source of everything, and he still <laughs> creates trends. I mean, I think it's basically thanks to Beckham that these guys all experiment with their hair and their ink. Yes. He he really started that. And he also, in the old days when I was a kid, football was great, football was fun, football was crazy, but it wasn't really cool per se. Right. Mm -hmm. And that's something that maybe younger people won't really understand, but... Um, you know, it was Beckham that made football cool. So for, suddenly they weren't just advertising car tires and, and packets of crisps. You know what they are? Yes. Um, they, were, they were sort of actually um, creating fashion looks, designing fashion, being on the cover of magazines, changing their hair. So Beckham is everything. He's an incredible guy. Do you think, okay, and you think, do you know David personally? Um, I've met him several times and worked with Victoria because at Barney's we sell Victoria's clothes. So we've done little videos and stuff together. And I just saw him in London and told him about my book. And he was so encouraging. And I put a picture of us on my Instagram. And I look like his tiny aging auntie. (laughs) (laughs) He's so tall. Like in... In person, he's even better looking. But he's also the first one to become entrepreneurial in that way and Mm want to try new things and develop new ideas and have start new businesses. And he's got a great clothing business called Kent and Kerwin, which is um, kind of classic with a twist, English heritage stuff. It's really great. I mean, if if you do look at David Beckham, I mean, he... I mean, he was, he always changing his look, his hair, his, I mean, right. he's had, uh, he's changed his looks. He's not stayed with one same look. He's so, yeah, that's. Well, I think, you know, I always think he did it right. When you're young and you got some dough, you're supposed to have fun with your appearance. You're yeah. not supposed to be uptight and self-critical and right. worried about what people think. So he was wearing a sarong. Remember oh, that? Yes. That was unbelievable. Yeah, wearing a sarong and um, doing all this crazy stuff. And then he developed a little more of a signature style, which is what he has now, a little more classic. But he still, I think, likes to experiment with his appearance. And for him, it's it's a form of creative expression. He's not overly concerned with what other people think. I mean, his mom tells this famous story 
where when he was a little kid, she bought him this little Lord Fauntleroy outfit to wear to a wedding. You know, he was like a page boy or something. Right. And, like, he just wouldn't take it off. He just kept wearing it all the time. Whereas most kids would have to be bribed to even wear it. He just thought it was kind of great and wore it a lot around I, the house and stuff. I love it. So if you're just joining us, where we're talking with Simon Doonan, who's written, isn't this like your nine book? But we've had you on for Wacky Chicks, Confessions of a Window Dresser, and other things. And this new book is Soccer Style. The magic and the madness, and it's just—I kind it's of so feel good. like it's—it's a, it's a collection of Tiger Beat meets Cosmo meets Vanity Fair meets um, a Sports Illustrated. <laughs> it's, oh, I'm glad that's a great definition, and I also think I've packed it full of all kinds of crazy, arcane bits of information yeah. about footballers and great vintage pics of Maradona, Pele, all the great gods. Of the past, I think Pele the, played for the Minnesota soccer team. Oh yeah, he did. And um, Donnie, did, say no, didn't he, Donnie? No, Donnie, who played no, he for played us? For the Astros. He played for the New York Cosmos. Okay, Cosmos. we had someone that sounded like Pele then. Yeah, yeah, the New York Cosmos, absolutely. <laughs> and that time he was hanging out in in New York and going to Studio Fifty Four and oh. and getting photographed by Andy Warhol. And um, Pele is incredible because him and Maradona are basically, they're the only two people that won the FIFA Player of the Century. Oh, my goodness. They were the Player of the Century for the last century. Yeah. Okay, so, Simon, so as you're such a big, you know, soccer fan and the World Cup, football Mm -hmm. fan, the World Cup is going on right now in Russia. Did you ever want to go and watch it there, or do you just... Like you wait till I it think goes I'm to- too short. I can <laughs> yeah. never see over people's heads. You, it's I'm better off watching it on TV. On TV, yeah. yeah. Are you, are, do you think England's gonna, you know, pull it? Through? I'm feeling very bullish about England. I was 14 years old when they won in 1966, and before I get on a walker, I want to see them do it again. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Okay, so fingers you crossed. Well, one of the things I was going to say, when we first started on the radio, Simon, we we learned the word metrosexual, and right. it was described to David Beckham, and it was also... 2002. 2002, and it was also like, then we learned the term WAGs, you know, wives of friends and girlfriends, and, or uh, wives and girlfriends, and kind of became obsessed with both of those things. Oh, well... Uh, me too. I mean, I'm so <laughs> wag obsessed. I have an, a whole chapter about wags. I yes, mean, you do. I think now girls would be very reluctant to be defined as a wag. You know, yes. we live in a different time. Yeah. But in 2006, when they were all in Germany quaffing champagne and going shopping, it was kind of a hilarious moment for the wags. And that's when I think the term became mainstreamed. Now, I think what you see a lot of these girls want to be a lot more entrepreneurial they don't want to seem like they're just sitting around while some guy makes the dough and so you know colleen rooney she is you know she makes her own money she does very well with licensing and of course victoria beckham she was never really on that that sort of lay around the house wag she was already part of the most famous group in all of all time spice girls yeah um, but it was a funny moment, and I celebrate it in my book, going way back, because, you know, there's always going to be wives and girlfriends, but how they're seen by the press, I think, has changed. Yeah, it's yeah. unfortunate that you just can't be a girlfriend and sit back anymore. <laughs> <Spend the money. laughs> I know. I always think... I- 
I'm if sad. If I was a girl, I would definitely have tried to marry a footballer in Same. my little town. Yeah. That would have been a very smart move. Right. You know? How's Jonathan Adler doing? Um, right now, he's out paddle boarding. We're out in our house on Long Island, so he's gone out paddle boarding. I hope he comes back. Yeah. I hope he does too, I, sweetie. I hope he does too. No, Simon, we got to ask you... Um, how are what are you making of you know just the, how the uh, English press is covering and, and following Meghan Markle, the Duchess of Sussex? We loved her wedding dress look head to toe; it was just perfect. But just wondering what your thoughts are. Um, I think it's it's kind of fascinating, and I think so far they've been they've been fair to her. Though you know the English press are a nightmare; all yeah. those tabloids they pick you apart. I think they've cut her some breaks because she's a likable kind of yes. person, so they're not being too mean, which I'm glad about. Like, she's a breath of fresh air, and yeah. that wedding was great. It was thoroughly enjoyable. It Though, was. of course, being me, I'm much more obsessed with my TV show that's coming up. I yeah, tell to us me about, about that. Making it, <laughs> making it with Amy Poehler and Nick Offerman? Yes. Tell us. Um, it starts July 31st on NBC, and it's, an incredible crafting competition show like nothing you've ever seen and it's on right after America's Got Talent NBC <gasps> Network and I'm a judge you're so excited this oh is my so fun. god okay this is going to be amazing cuz we've always felt that it's like why isn't it I mean, I know you guys have probably been offered to do a reality show but you should be on camera you're so delicious well, it's funny because Jonathan and I both got calls to come and audition for it, and he was convinced he was going to get it. <laughs> so um, I was—I didn't think too much about it because I'd done my share of pilots, yeah. and different TV stuff, and blah, blah. So I was showing up. My agent was saying, "This is great. It's a network show. If it happens, it's going to be kind of big and blah blah blah." And I thought, "Yeah, Johnny will probably get it." And then I got it. Oh, so I went off for a month to shoot it and Johnny told everybody I was in rehab. <laughs> <laughs> that yeah, no jealousy there but would now are you judging with Amy Poehler and Nick Offerman? Well, um, we all look at meet with the the um, contestants together and then Dana Isom Johnson who is the trend ambassador for Etsy, she and I actually um, do the actual judging. And then Nick and Amy, who are the most fun, they're exactly what you think they're going to be. They're so hilarious. Every day on the set, we would just, like, wipe it our makeup off the floor because oh, we were laughing and carrying on all the time. And then they are the hosts. So okay. um, me and Dana Eisen Johnson, we get to do the dirty work. This sounds like so much fun. Yeah. We're totally, we're, we're going to oh, watch yeah. it. We're going to watch it if you need to talk to the Twin Cities again because your ratings are we so big. We miss you. I just, you know, we know how to find you and you know how to find us. Yeah. Don't you love the way I just segued right out of Meghan Markle into my own TV I show? I do like that. That's it. how it's you have art. to be. But you know what, Simon? Art. We knew about it. Mm-hmm. Hashtag narcissism. <laughs> Hashtag um, bon voyage. <laughs> <laughs> We, we're we just so thrilled that you're with us. Thank you, Simon Doonan. The book is Soccer Style, The Magic and the Madness. For all soccer lovers, this is a great book. Yeah, it really is. We'll be right back. Getting a, are you getting your eagles on, Julia? Are you getting my eagles on? Yep.
Okay, I love Simon Dunan. I do too. I that do too. new so show funny. sounds delicious. It's a crafting. It's like it's it's, it's um, project, it's project runway, runway for, for, for crafts for crafts. Yep. It's called and, Making It, and it's going to start July 31st on NBC. So they've got a perfect time slot after America's Got Talent. I'll DVR because Amy over, because he's on it. Amy Poehler and Nick Offerman, who's hysterical. Nick Offerman is a master carpenter. Yeah, yes. yeah, 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 yeah. Is he? The, he's the one who's married to, to Megan yes, Mullally. Yes. Correct. And I love him. He's the best. He was mm-hmm. on Parks and Rec for yeah, 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 big yeah. Must, big beard and everything. Um, okay. We're just. Oh, before that, we're announcing the kitty cat win- name winner at 5 o'clock today. Julia, and people are sitting by the roadside waiting for that know? announcement. Do you know, people think they pulled over because they're too hot. Yeah. When are they going to name the yeah. kitty? Okay, okay, so remember uh, last week, I told you about this uh, Lady Kitty Caddy, or let me get her name. <laughs> no, it's Lady, Lady Colin, Colin Campbell. <laughs> Lady, Lady Colin Campbell. See, you wanted to talk kitties. Yeah. Is, she's the one, She she's written a dishy book about Princess Diana, one of the first ones, and right. was the first to reveal she had bulimia. Anyway, I told you that she was going, she had a sit-down interview for her new book, right. Julia. And, and I it feel, was going to spill the beans on the sex life of Queen Elizabeth. It's called The Queen's Marriage, okay? Ah, I don't even... Take I don't want to tell you, but I I want to tell, tell you. Us, and then I'm going to tell you what I'm going to tell yeah, you. Yeah, but... Okay, so um, tell me. Um, anyway, here's one headline. People are very... Here's the deal. The Queen will never sue. So people can say whatever they want about right. her, but she will never sue. So there will never be a mention... Um, they won't even acknowledge that it happened. Well, here's what, what Lady Colin Campbell, the book, she, she's, uh, she's, you know, this lady, she's, she's got balls and she's wanted to be famous on TV and yes. she used to be married to the Duke of Argyle's son, Lord Colin Campbell. Oh, really? Oh, yes. So, but she, she was, was a no model. Longer she started out as a model. Yes. So the book is called The Queen's Marriage. And her, the Queen's former secretary, Dickie Arbiter, love it. which you just gotta love that name, yeah. said, I will not dignify anything Lady Colin Campbell writes or says with a comment. And, and here's, here's yep. what somebody else right. said. Um, the ex-royal butler, Paul Brunel. Oh, yeah. He, yeah. he said, mayor. anyone can make up these claims. You can only be a true, reliable witness to history if you're there. Lady Colin Campbell was none of these things. She's writing about our head of state, our head of church, and someone who she does not know. She is writing about someone she's not familiar with. I stood behind, beside her, and lived with her for 11 years, and I can tell you the, who the queen is. She is a good, kind Christian lady. And she should not be defiled right. in yeah. this way because she is way above that. And a BBC royal cor- correspondent, Jenny Bond, said, this is distasteful, unnecessary, and tawdry. So, of course, now I want to know more. <laughs> okay. <laughs> she raised a boy. Okay. Okay. So, okay. stop reading right. whatever oh, you're doing and gosh. just listen to what I know. So I'm listening to what you know. Okay. So, Lady Colin Campbell, who, by the way, is 68, mm-hmm. she implies... About Queen Elizabeth and Prince Philip's uh, royal wedding night in 1947. And she claims they had a night to remember because even the servants were discussing it. Now, I would like to know (laughs) what her sourcing is on that because I can pretty much guarantee that, yes, I bet they did Mm -hmm. have a delightful wedding night. Okay, Lori. Okay. 
the blood on the sheets. Yeah. Remember how it used oh. to be in the Tudors and everything? Yeah, to prove you were a virgin. Remember? Yeah, always I used they to didn't be... do that for the, they didn't do that for but these But don't you two. remember that? It used to yeah. always be the thing. There must be blood on the sheets. Okay, so all I know, the only excerpt I have is is this about Prince Philip. And it did, it did, I did learn a new word. So she writes in her book, The Queen's Marriage, that about Prince Philip, that from childhood until the present time, he has surrounded himself with attractive, preferably adoring women. He is raunchy. He is a naval officer. Well, <laughs> He's a flirt. She also claimed that Princess Margaret once said that Prince Philip had an affair just to upset her sister. And then she goes on in her book to say that, yes, he loves the company of beautiful women. He's a huge flirt. I don't know any pretty girl he hasn't flirted with. He's flirted with me before. This is Lady Colin Campbell. Mm-hmm. He's never said anything untoward, but he's just sort of flirtatious. He always says, you're looking good tonight. Oh, And that's... runs his eyes up and down you. And she said the queen didn't mind him, didn't mind at all. She gave him free reign to have... Cavalier Cervante. I love that. What is that? Look mean? it up, Donnie. It, it's side sauce. Cavalier okay. Cervante. See what the real, she says, okay. where you have friendships mm-hmm. with the opposite sex, which are very close. Yep. Now, let me tell you what she keeps writing about Cavalier Cervante, mm-hmm. okay. which none of us have heard about. To Philip, these women were like pets. This is, she's actually writing this. Yeah. They were his playthings. He even called them as playmates. They shared physical activities like carriage driving and other interests. It was Car- a con- <laughs> Go ahead. Car- yeah, is that what they call it? Uh, it was a constructive way of keeping Prince Philip occupied and entertained. Well, you remember in The Crown that she said you're at your club, you know, yeah. go off oh, with yes, your boys yes. club where they do driving and they ride horses and they yeah. do things. Cavalier Cervante. This Cervante. woman. This woman has no. no credibility, though. Yeah, this other commentator told the Sun, "I have never seen Lady Colin Campbell with a member of the royal family or on a job about the royal family. You can say whatever you like about the Queen because she won't sue, but it doesn't mean it's true. She was only married to Lord Colin Ivor Campbell." For one year. year. Yeah. Okay. Wow. She, oh, her TV show experience was, I'm a celebrity. Never get me, get out, me of here. out of yeah, here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, and, you, and the, anyone could it, write a book full of these crazy claims. But I mean, it's not even yeah. that tawdry, really. Yeah. What's mm-hmm. Cavalier Cervante? Well, it's a it's an Italian term. I guess you could have figured that out. Chevalier Cervante in French. Oh, is that how you say it? Okay. In France is the professed gallant and perhaps lover in a sexual sense of a married woman who attended her at public entertainments to church and other occasions. Okay, I have to tell you something. <laughs> she was born a man. Who? What? Yeah. Lady Colin Campbell was born a man. And what? with a penis. What? And that's when Lord Campbell discovered... After they got married, that she had a penis, he divorced her. Well, what? We didn't see that coming. <laughs> that that's the story right there. But anyway, I don't. Yeah, I don't know. I don't think this is. We did learn a new word though. Cavalier, something. Thank you for telling us that because I think it's a delicious word. Okay, I have more info. 